Here we are on this November 1st, 2019. Good morning. I've been on my heart before. Um, as I um, studied to study the scriptures, properly study the scriptures by the power of the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, our teacher, our strength, and our power, um, is done extensive study not just for the prior uh, dissertation for the masters which wasn't to become a theologian that should be none of our goals but it's to know Jesus better in a more structured uh, type of format not hearing and listening the words of men or women or other people but actually hearing the Lord and allowing Him to show how to put it to practice and how He did it and how He wants us to do it. It's not how we want to do it. Uh, by the way, that is a um, what we're supposed to be studying Scripture for is to know His voice and to learn it. But when I've studied uh, the, the different... Uh, well, right now we're done seventh. Uh, I think we're in the seventh right now. Uh, world empires, world leadership. So, yes, there's way more than seven uh, nations of people and world leaders. But there's only been a handful, seven really, that ruled the entire world. Now, granted... Back in when the when God was still writing down the Bible through these 40 authors, it wasn't as many people as there are now. Uh, but it still applies to those that have ears to hear and eyes to see the Lord and desire to know Him and obey Him. Uh, but the first one world empire was Egypt strong as it is we are still seeing its effects today in many nutshells and they're still foolishly to practice that when you're looking at scripture as God shows it to you there's always an example format that's why the old those foolish individuals that have ceased totally willingly ceased listening to the Lord Jesus Christ and reverted to listening to the, his adversary and our adversary as believers in Christ Jesus uh, who is Satan the God of this world because he promises money yeah, temporary uh, promises wealth temporary promises uh, fame and notoriety fake fame and notoriety uh, that um, still want to rule like Pharaoh, each of the pharaohs did now granted yeah we don't have any pharaohs today of course but uh, the example to that one it has to be applied today is clearly uh, and you see it in too many demonic practicing in other words, demonic influence and say, who Satan influences employers today. They want to control, absolutely control, not just lead and manage like they should be doing their employees 
to get what they want, to get more money, to get more money in the leadership's pockets. They'll share a little bit of dollars, uh, obviously, as they go, because you can't get it for free as in back then. Uh, and that was prophesied by the Lord to Abraham that his Abraham's descendants would go into captivity. That's exactly what it is when you're um, put under a position. You notice at the end of Genesis um, how that first world leader and his workers um, got total control over every single human being. Now back then it was just the people of God. There were Egyptians that were they didn't know that they were in bondage. Um, Pharaoh represented, rep, basically to us, represents uh, Satan, not in physicality. He was definitely 100% under Satan's control. He was definitely liking, following him, obeying him. Because look at the fame and power and uh, financial gain he received and the taskmasters were as the 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 one third of uh host of heavens uh or the one fourth i always forget that dang you help me with uh my memory to uh, i don't want to remember a scripture i want to know jesus who is the scripture it's written about remember john chapter one the word of god is living in the body, the word of God is Jesus Christ. Period. End of stars. Uh And he was one with the Father as well as Father one with him. A uh, little reminder to that uh, awesomeness. Uh, so, as we look at certain employers today, you can always tell if they're following Satan or if they're following uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, they, if they're following Jesus Christ, then they don't see themselves as masters per se. They're properly and biblically leading their employees. They're empowering them to learn the Lord Jesus' voice, and to follow him where they needs. They don't control them to keep them there. Those that are following Satan want to keep them strong under the control. They want to add more and more work. Notice in Exodus chapter uh, 3, um, when God finally went back, when it was time for him to, you know, go and firstly call actually recall Moses already had a call on his life but he had to recall it and he had to spend that 40 years in uh, in exile so to speak that's similar to a prison because he wasn't told by God to murder that Egyptian to defend his you know brothers um, they were being beaten unjustly unrighteously uh, he was right in defending his uh, brother fellow Hebrew uh, but he shouldn't have done it by murder. So that was a form of prison. Now, yeah, great to say, man, what a prison out there. You're blessed if I just, but he was away from his brother in Hebrews for a season. But that was also a season where God was teaching him how to serve and teaching him how to humble himself out there and not jump at it. Uh, I still need to learn that. By the way, I, I, there's many that have 
that I have met been blessed to me. It is a blessing that uh, I still haven't learned that and they're in leadership uh, in the uh, several states that the Lord has led me through. Uh, uh, that was a checking for somebody. I hope you have ears to uh, hear the Holy Spirit check you and eyes to see it and just repent and confess, brother or sister. Uh, but a format because Satan was a form of it. And just like the scripture is said, and I've heard studies concur this also, Moses was like a form of Jesus Christ, where he was the deliverer. Jesus, spiritually, in the example that the New Testament uses was, that was an example where, where Jesus Christ delivers us who surrender everything to him, repent from our change our thinking and to say you know what it's not about religion it's not about just a person standing in the pulpit telling us it's about Jesus Christ that he died for us to make us right with himself right with the father uh, restore our relationship with him it's got to be about a personal relationship again to take back up that mantle, grab the word of God, go into prayer, which is ongoing, and listen to the Father in prayer time, to saying, okay, Lord, my, my, not just my marching orders, but what do you want to prune out? What needs to go? What idol that you allow me to bring in back into this relationship that you are trying to burn out, to cut out? That's true prayer. That's true relationship. Listen to you this is what he'll point directly at it and then he'll start removing it all he asks and he expects us to obey and we will eventually is take your hands off of it he can get our hands off of it he may have to break a finger a little bit but they'll also heal that too uh, some people would think that's rough no he's God we shrine our life because we know he is the only way his way is right it's perfect there's nothing wrong with it. It's flawless. If we just listen to the Lord Jesus and stay, allow him to keep us on the path, his power, and to put people in our paths to tell others not just what Jesus is doing in us, but what he is doing, what he's trying to do. He's trying to wake us up. But eventually it's kind of point. If we keep listening to him, we keep hiding our hearts for him, they'll just say, well, fine, and at it, do your own thing. But to get back to Egypt a little bit and how we are seeing a form of it in many things. Yes, that was the first born empire. The last one is written over in Revelation. Satan himself is going to, well, through the, through the person of Antichrist, who will be a human man, a human being that will rule the entire world. For a period of around well, seven years, but when you actually study the scriptures, it's basically three and a half years. Because at the end of that, halfway through the end of that three and a half years, he'll sit down in the final temple, the third temple um, that he will build for the, you know, he will save for the Jews. God himself, the only true and living God, will not abide in it. He won't enter it. Jesus Christ won't enter that and he won't sit down in that temple because that's not his. That He will allow Satan to sit down in it and then he'll declare before all those people that were that are still that will be still left around the earth. Uh, 
who basically is turning themselves over to him. And it says, I'm God. Uh, guess what, folks? Satan has never been God, per se. He's temporarily as a God. He's the God and Prince of this world. The, the Bible is clear that God is allowing him to act in that capacity so people can see, here's me, here's him. This is the way I work. This is why I always speak the truth. This is the way Satan works. He's never, ever spoke the truth. He knows how to twist it. Unfortunately, he knows the word of God better than we do. He fears Jesus Christ. We fear him reverently. He fears him because he knows at any moment he can say, You're done, boy. Okay, he won't say that. <laughs> um, that was just a approval. But as far as Egypt, the way he started it here, we are actually for when we work a job that controls us like Satan. And, you know, we should still take time periodically. Some people angrily call it a vacation time. It maybe it's not for a personal leisure. It's we should be getting away. It could be just a day. For myself, as an example, it's getting out of our comfort zones, getting out of our, getting out of my familiar surroundings that I see um, seven days a week. I sleep at. I'm blessed to sleep at. Uh, do my laundry. I was cooking at. You know, you see that. That's blessed to have that. And I'm not per se, but we have to get away. It's not just a vacation, going a water slide. It's not just matter that. I'm not saying those things are wrong per se, but it's <clears throat> there's, we gotta take time. Jesus Himself did not go up to the mountain to pray. Every single day. The Bible does not say that. He always spent time in, in the evening. A night. With the Father. That's prayer. That's every day. Non-stop. He was constantly in communication. With the Father. Basically with himself. Uh, on the throne. Because our vantage point down here. Is always limited. Always. We can have the big access to the Hubble telescope. It's still limited. Almighty God through Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit is infinite. He sees everything. We can say, well, we'll turn out the light out there. You know, that, that's why most people, when they have sex outside of marriage, they turn out the lights, they get, they get out of the covers. They're deep down in the recesses of their soul, they think God ain't going to see it. Uh, by the way, no, there is no darkness to God because He is light. He does see it. You or I may not see it. Uh, when we commit adultery on our spouse, um, when we have sex outside of marriage, when we go into a secret meeting to conspire against another person to bring them down, we think that's in secret. Almighty God is hearing every word, is seeing everything. All those little sins against Him are being recorded. And unless we absolutely repent, turn from doing them, oh, there are going to be consequences. There's always consequences when we do that. Uh, and, let, and then we turn back to him saying, Father, I was an idiot. I shouldn't have done those things. I shouldn't have said those things. I shouldn't have conspired against your anointed. I should, I'm sorry. I forget, unless we do that, we're going to, on that white throne judgment, all that stuff, God's going to show it. You're going to hell.
goodbye. He ain't going to say goodbye because he's not going to be cheering when he does it. We're not going to have our lawyers with us. We're not going to say he is the righteous judge. He sees everything until we come to Jesus Christ and just says, I was an idiot. Don't worry about what he did or what she did. They're going to stand before him too. But if they repent and he washes all that away, we never longer do it. We no longer, we don't longer want to do it. We don't participate with those that do it. We don't do it. Period. End of story. Jesus Christ will keep us from doing it again once we surrender everything, every position, everything. Even as Jesus laid down his will to the Father. Because he was going to point he didn't want to go to the cross because he knew what, what, what kind of pain and suffering he was going to temporarily have to go through and to die on that cross. When we get born again, when we come to Jesus Christ, we spirit, part of our spirit dies. Our self, our selfishness, our goals, our personal goals, our will, we let it dies. And when we're baptized, we're representing publicly before our brothers and sisters now that we have died Jesus Christ and we're alive in Jesus Christ now. We're not the same person we were. And so if you claim to be a Christian and you're still living as you did before, I'm not talking struggles with it. Temptation. If you say, well, I'm not tempted no more, you, you ain't right with God. Period. But, okay, back to Egypt. Somebody needed to hear that, by the way. I need to be reminded of that. Thank you, Lord, for that. But somebody needs to hear that. To God wants to wake you up. Um, he's like giving you a prick on the side of the head saying, Wake up, boy. Wake up, girl. Okay. But as far as Egypt, taskmasters, they're basically a representation of the demons that the host of angels, Satan's angels, fallen angels, that rejected God with him, that left with him, that were kicked out of heaven's domain. Satan had it made when he was in heaven. Uh, very high position as power. But because he wanted the top dog spot. <laughs> Dang, sometimes worldly turns just don't feed him. Uh, taskmasters are serving directly Satan himself. They're keeping trying to keep the people in line. But when Moses or now in our case, Jesus Christ is calling us to come out of that atmosphere to says, follow me. What are you waiting for? I got your back. Actually, he's got our front too. Uh, when he causes, he saves us. He calls us out of that to a place, some place that he is predestined before us. He purposes to go and to proclaim the gospel. You're not going to the city, as James says in chapter 4, to make money. You're going there to proclaim the gospel. Whether he allows you to have uh, a lot of money or a little money, a lot of things or little things, it's for his glory. Period. End of story. That's it. That's all he's doing it for. It's not to tame well. The warning against those that are going into the city, that's there in James chapter 4. Taskmasters will say, Oh no, you're spending too much time at night during your nighttime when you're at home before you go to sleep, before you go to bed, uh, worshiping God. 
Pharaoh or in representation take Satan is telling his demons saying increase the work let them work more hours so they can stop worshiping God I don't want people worshiping Jesus Christ and task measures would do it an example to me but I'm not going to mention the person the person instead of um, now this person claims to be a believer in Jesus Christ but in this particular moment Satan or one of his demons had his hand on him and he was speaking to him when I needed to the Lord was impressing upon me to take one of my annual retreats to go up to Ridgecrest in North Carolina uh, this is when I lived in Charlotte as I did every annual I would fast and pray seek the face of the Lord outside of my comfort zone get away from the temptations of doing other stuff saying okay Lord you know I need a job I trust you for it I'm trusting you that at the right time you're going to put me in the right position I don't care what it is I don't care if it's cleaning up poop that's fine it's a, your will be done but sometimes he takes us out we can try fasting and praying but in our homes we have to get out of that area we have to get out of the comfort zone For a, it could be even just an overnight this brother who at that particular moment was under the total influence I didn't know that totally back then because I trusted him because of his position but I'd forgotten any one of us at any time can make a boo-boo as I call it a mistake in, in a particular moment we can choose we always had that cho choice we can say okay wait a minute let me let me seek the Lord and see how he would have me to help or how uh, what he wants to do out there we can choose to listen to Satan because no matter what Satan is always speaking he always tells you he's always speaking uh, to do this, do that, do that. That's called temptation. But Jesus Christ has always got that sweet, small voice that's within us and outside us when we're serving Jesus. The more we learn to listen and recognize Jesus' voice, and says, uh, that other voice you're hearing, that ain't me. I'm telling you to go over here. Uh, windows are getting fired up. Gotta get ready to go to work. Uh, this particular brother at that point made a satanic, demonic excuse to say, well, you can do that right at the house. Now, as Jesus himself gave his examples to go seek him, it's okay for the taskmasters and the wealthy to go and take a time, take that time off. And they're not seeking, trust me, they're not seeking God. They're not seeking Jesus Christ. They're going to personal fun again. I'm not saying God doesn't want us to have fun. As a matter of fact, it's fun when you're actually following Him. But He wants us all to uh, ourselves during moments. Now, if you got a family, you should be leading your family to do that. You don't just take them to a water park. I'm not saying again, I'm using water park because it's like, I haven't been to one in years. Uh, probably too old for it now, especially tomorrow. Uh, but. We ourselves, especially if you're a husband, you should be taking family away, your family away, or somebody away. If you're responsible for leading a young person, you should be encouraging them 
somehow go away with the family said, I want to go away and seek the Lord. Hopefully the parents will also say too, just fast and pray. Get away from my comforts. Get away from my video games. Get away from my GameCube so I can play that. That's why I'm into the box. <laughs> uh, I probably would need another TV set to play, but... Okay, get away from that GameCube for a second. I do miss that game now, and it was kind of... It was kind of relaxing sometimes. It's kind of fun, but it could easily say, can easily grab a hold of it and say, oh, go ahead, play one more time. Uh, okay, I just acknowledged my temptations and I've stumbled in case before. Now, God was able to turn around, but that moment on, that brother, who I still love dearly, he allowed Satan to put a stronghold in me that... I'm struggling with getting rid of because I chose to listen to another human being when God was telling me otherwise and didn't allow God to make a way to get up the ridgecrest. I never went there again. I never spent that sure. Now I spent times of fasting and praying and seeking the Lord and been well blessed by and re-strengthened, refilled. Uh, to get my mind refocused on him. That could be done. This quiet time. Ask God to do it. That's called daily prayer and Bible study. Not freaking devotions. Actual open the Bible. Get along with God. Pray to God. God open my eyes. Open my ears. Clean them out. Stick your holes in the one ear and clean out the wax out of my ear. In my case it goes straight through since it's the brain is dead, obviously. Some people told me. Uh, I'm not saying I believe those people, but that's the second point. Uh, so again, who is your taskmaster that's telling you, oh no, you got to work more hours to, uh, you know, to pay that rent, to pay that mortgage. You got to, you, uh, the, you don't have to go spend time. You don't have to go over here to spend more time with God. Ignore that person. That person is filled with Satan right now. In his demonic spirit. If the Lord Jesus Christ has put upon your heart, young man or young woman, or old man or old woman, like me, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, who occasionally, quite often, got away alone, went up in a mountain to pray. Don't sound like he had physical sleep, but he was well rested, so somewhere in there, the Lord allowed his, the fleshy side of him. Because he was 100% man, as well as 100% God. It's actually yours was God, not man, but that's just that point. Uh, I'm not going to quibble over words. Um, and I don't want to become a theologian with these degrees that the Lord used to take me deeper in him and maturity. And that don't mean I don't make mistakes because I still make them every day. Uh, I don't want to uh, learn to uh, pontificate with uh, an ecclesiastical perfection. By the way, I heard that in the men's conference. It's catchy. I like that phrase. That was sarcasm, by the way, to what too many theologians, scholarly theologians, have are taught to do in some seminaries. Seminary should be a more structured location where you're strictly Bible 
and you're hearing the power of the Holy Spirit, not the power of a man teach you, well, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta use programs, you gotta use, no, 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 no. You should be learning how to surrender before Jesus Christ with his word. This word should be well used, well written. This should be our tears when God shows us something from our past and says, I want to remove that son or daughter because it's been destroying you since it entered in. You allowed in. I want to remove it lovingly as the perfect position. Just take your hands off of it and watch what I do. You'll remove it and you'll be better for it. You will be set free. Jesus Christ wants to set us free. False prophets want to keep us. False prophets are another indication of um, a taskmaster today. They want to keep us from getting alone with Jesus Christ. They want to keep us so busy. So busy pleasing the other Pharaohs like that are in today. Every single one of those that are like Pharaoh or like the taskmasters are exactly 100% speaking and acting like Satan and his demons. His angels. So let me encourage you with that. Are you, uh, are you allowing a taskmaster of, task of Satan to, to keep you from getting alone with Jesus Christ? completely in full surrender or are you actually allowing Jesus Christ to be your power, your strength, your Lord, your Savior. Love y'all.